Relationship Rewire is made possible by support from its listeners. So please hit pause and go to growinglovenetwork.org and click on the donate button. Go ahead. We'll be glad to wait. Welcome to another episode of Relationship Rewire, where we talk about what's wrong and what's right with marriage and relationships in our world today. This episode is titled, The Power of Love Reboot, and was recorded for Beacon Radio in the summer of 2016. Welcome to Beacon Radio with your host, Steve Teal. Beacon Radio, delivering hope, inspiration, and change. For more information about the Beacon, log on to sabeacon.com. And now, with this week's Beacon Radio, here's your host, Steve Teal. We've got another great show for you, listeners. I'm so glad. Thank you for joining us today. As always, thanks to Roland Reese, our incomparable producer, engineer, do-it-all man. And uh, thanks to you for tuning in. Today, I am excited. You know, you, you just know, I love talking to difference makers, local, national, international. And today, we get a chance to talk with John Anderson of Growing Love Network and Love Reboot. Sometimes you hear our announcements for Love Reboot. There's one coming up at the end of August, 26th through 28th. And as we talk to John Anderson, it's going to be really cool to hear what that's about. But also, as you listen, I want to ask you about your marriage. I hope it's just going great. I hope it's not stagnant. I hope it's thriving. But if you're at a stagnant spot in your marriage and you're just maybe maybe you're even struggling, I really want you to listen. And then I want you to go to this Love Reboot, August 26th through the 28th. It's at Concordian Lutheran out on 1604 Great Church. John Anderson, Growing Love Network. I want you all, and, and maybe you're just doing great, but uh, maybe you can think of another couple and you know they're struggling. You just need to invite them and get them to this love reboot. We're going to hear about it from John Anderson, but it's not just about hearing about it from John. I want to hear about some people that have been through love reboot. Like Jared and Tony Stevens we'll talk to later and find out, hey, does this thing really work or not? And uh, you're going to be excited to hear about that. And then later, Jan Landrum, too. This is Beacon Radio. We're delivering hope, inspiration, and change. Don't go away. We're coming right back with John Anderson. This is Beacon Radio. I'm your host, Steve Teal. Remember, you can always reach me, Steve, at sabeacon.com. I am excited today. We are going to talk to John Anderson with the Growing Love Network. Man, uh, this ministry really helps marriages, so we're really excited to get into it. John, first of all, welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm excited and honored to be here. Well, we're honored that you're here. So we want to talk about Growing Love Network. Um, Our listeners, if they've been around, they've probably heard your spots for Love Reboot. So we're going to get to talk, uh, talk about that as well. Tell us a little bit about how... God led you to help in marriages in this ministry. How long has this been going on? <laughs> wow. Um, well, Joanne and I have been married a little over 31 years. Um, she's a wonderful woman. We both grew up in good homes, and uh, we got married and 
thought, you know, if you just marry the right person, then things will be great. Uh, about three years into our marriage, we didn't like each other anymore. <laughs> That's a problem. Yes. <laughs> and um, uh, so we ended up going to a, a marriage seminar, a three-day um, thing. It wasn't intensive. It was one of those where you go to different sessions and, and – um, uh, that started us realizing that uh, a good marriage doesn't just happen by marrying the right person. I mean, it's important to look for a, a good person to marry, but um, uh, that you, it's, you know, love is the main ingredient. And we're not born knowing how to love, you know, we're, we're, we're born to be selfish. And uh, so uh, we started, we realized, oh, this is something you, you, you learn and grow at doing. And so we just committed back then to doing something intentional at least every year. And um, I ended up, uh, I, I used, to, used to be a youth pastor, and um, I ended up going back and, uh, to graduate school and getting uh, my uh, graduate degree in marriage and family therapy, and it kind of went from there. Okay. Um, just yeah, slowly di- different steps. I don't I want don't want to bore you with all the history, but yeah, <laughs> we had a, a lot of uh, a lot, God led us through different uh, opportunities and and things that uh, that got us to this point. Gotcha. So how long have you been doing uh, marriage <clears throat> ministry? I, I know Growing Love Network I think came along after a little while, but how long have you been doing marriage ministry? Yes, I, I jumped fully into just into focusing on marriages about uh, twelve years ago. 12 years ago. Okay. And then how long has Growing Love Network been going? It's been around about four years now. Four years. Mm-hmm. Okay. So tell us uh, tell us about Growing Love Network, how you made that transition, and uh, what the vision that God kind of put on your heart and, and what's going on. Mm-hmm. Well, I was working uh, with a, another organization, a great organization called Family Dynamics Institute based out of Nashville. And um, I got I was brought on by them to... Um, to do intensives um, originally and just kind of do, I was uh, running the counseling center at uh, San Antonio College and so I was just contracted to do some of those uh, for them and that grew into them bringing me on full time but then four directors later um, uh, I, I was being kind of doing more and more of what they needed for to fit in with their organization and I just felt like I was getting further and further away from my calling and um, I was getting pulled further and further away from San Antonio, where our hearts are more here. And um, so, and we were just, we just felt that God was saying it's time to start, um, you know, working on what he put in, in us. So, so that's a pretty big step of faith, I'm going to guess. Yeah, and we did it gradually over a couple of years. I just, uh, I, I went back to just doing intensives for them and okay. as, as we got our, our things going. Okay, and um, I don't like for our listeners to know that I'm an idiot, but um, every once in a while we like to reveal it. Uh, what do you mean by intensives? I- okay, yeah, um, marriage intensives is kind of a loose term. Uh, some people uh, mean th- intensive therapy, Um but uh, what it's it's a three well ours are three days some are four or five days but uh, it's where you're at kind of just intensely focused on the marriage and most of the time intenses are designed for couples that are struggling or in crisis and uh, they don't have to be but um, you know we have a, we have couples that come that are they hey um, we're thinking about getting married and what what would you suggest sometimes I do. Uh, premarital, you know, work with them uh, one on two. Uh, but 
for a lot of them, I say, why don't you come to, to a, um, an intensive and you'll get a whole lot more out of those three days probably than you would out of several sessions. So is Love Reboot an intensive? Is that your intensive? Love Reboot is our three-day intensive. Yes. Okay, all Marriage right. intensive. Okay, well, we want to hear about that. Uh, okay. Listeners, you're... You're listening to Beacon Radio, and, and our guest today is John Anderson with the GrowingLoveNetwork.org. You can see their website, and uh, we want to hear more. I know, listeners, you've heard uh, the spots for Love Reboot, so tell us about Love Reboot, what, what's involved in this intensive. Intensive kind of scares me, so. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> the, the, the word probably is, you know, we don't list it as that, but uh, that's just, you know, when we're talking professionally to others and, you know, other counselors and things, we use that, that term. But, uh, yeah, intensive is just meaning that you're you're focused just on the marriage. You know, you can go to a marriage retreat and there's going to be some fun activities and maybe some pool time or, you know, um, ropes courses or things like that or just some, you know, time to go out and walk around on your own. But for three days, we are uh, eight hours a day focused intensely on the marriage okay all right and i love the name love reboot i mean that just seems so appropriate and uh and timely as well so what is uh someone's listening right now and they're they're thinking my marriage we're struggling or or whatever the case is uh tell us what they might expect um as they come to love reboot obviously it's going to be a little intense but yes well by intense just you know you're you're focused on the marriage um we our, our real goal is to get that, uh, if, if you use the analogy of the relationship as a boat, um, and they're in that thing together, and it's headed off Niagara Falls, and uh, or some people say, no, we've already gone over and hit bottom and our boat's all wrecked, but uh, our, our idea is to get it, to get that boat stabilized and get it what it needs to, and turned around and head in the right direction. Um, and it, another a- analogy would be like uh, the emergency room. Um, if if things are going, if you're headed off the cliff, um, we call it relationally bleeding out. If if you're relationally bleeding out, and and you call well, if you're really bleeding out, and you call your family physician, your primary care physician, and said. Hey, um, I'm bleeding to death. Can we have a make an appointment for next Tuesday? They would say, right now you need to get to the emergency room. We got to get the bleeding stopped because you're not going to make it to next Tuesday. And even if you did make it to next Tuesday, you're not going to be able to. We're not going to be able to deal with things until we get that bleeding stopped. So that's um, that's one of the things that um, that we're focused on is 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 getting the the relationship to the point where we can make make some progress and 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 have some works to get that relational bleeding stop. Okay, so what are some of the warning signs of this relational bleeding that we're talking about? What what would that look like for people that are listening? Well, some some common ones are um, if if either spouse is is talking about divorce or threatening divorce, and sometimes you know in certain cultures, especially church cultures, people say, "Oh, don't use the word divorce," so they won't say. Um, I'm, I want a divorce. They'll say things like, I don't know how much longer I can put up with this or, uh, you know, things like that. Um, so if there's if there's talk about divorce or separation or there is a separation going on or if there's been a recent affair, um, then those would be the obvious ones. But uh, we we always say uh, if something's not growing, it's dying. And uh, I don't believe in a, stag- a thing called a stagnant marriage. So 
if the marriage is going backwards, if it's getting worse and not better, then then that would be a, an obvious sign that you need to start with that. And I, it's real important to, to note too. I, um, I'm a trained as a counselor and a marriage and family therapist, and um, uh, a lot of people in our culture, we just the, the norm is, oh, if your marriage is struggling, you go to counseling first. Counseling is is most often the best next step. But there is a lot of research from some of the top marriage gurus in the world, uh, John Gottman, um, Willard Harley, that that say you shouldn't start with with counseling or therapy if your marriage is in that, if it's heading backwards. Okay. All right. We're going to talk with John Anderson of the Growing Love Network um, right after the break. Remember, this is Beacon Radio. We're delivering hope, inspiration, and change. And we've got a lot more to talk about. I'm so excited just hearing about Love Reboot. And I want to hear what that's going to look like for couples that are going to come to Love Reboot. We'll be right back after this short break. Friends, Steve Teal here. I love being with you every Saturday on KSLR AM 630, noon to one, talking with difference makers on Beacon Radio. If you've missed an interview or part of one, you can go online to sabeacon.com slash radio. Hear the interviews with worship leader Carrie Job, General Leroy Sisko, talking about helping our heroes like Marlene Rodriguez. Hear from Nicole Nordeman, Gilbert Hernandez, Greg Carnes, and many more. Go to sabeacon.com slash radio for all the interviews. This is Beacon Radio. I'm your host, Steve Teal, delivering hope, inspiration, and change. And today, we're really blessed to talk to John Anderson with the Growing Love Network. He's telling us about Love Reboot. I hope you've heard the spots on the show. And uh, I want someone who's listening today, I want you to get to Love Reboot, and then I want to hear how it went for you. But I'm really excited. And then at the bottom of the hour, we're going to talk to a couple, Jared and Tony Stevens, who have been through Love Reboot, and you're going to hear firsthand how it impacted their marriage, and we're really excited to hear about that too. Now, I was uh, talking to John during the break, and I was just thinking about us men and uh, thinking that um, sometimes we're so resistant to get help or to go to the ER even, and uh, so I was thinking that it might help us to know kind of what the Love Reboot looks like, this three-day, three-day, you know, Sure. So tell tell us about Love Reboot, what it looks like, and how it's going to help. Well, the the things that that um, cause the most anxiety about coming to something like this, I think one reason why people would can we just come visit with you first alone, and and I welcome that. I, I'll if if they want to make an appointment with me, and we'll talk about it and see if that's the the, the right first step. But you know, it's it, when you think of a an intensive workshop, you know, oh, there's other couples there. Uh, I think one of the biggest fears is my my spouse is going to throw me under the bus in front of all these people. They're going to tell everybody all, you know, air out all my dirty laundry. First of all, we don't allow that. And um, we actually have each person sign a document that says they're not going to do that. If they start to do it, we, we stop them. Um, so we actually create a really safe environment um, People are, are amazed at how safe they felt by the end of it, that they were like, wow, I, th- I thought it's, you know, that's what was going to happen. And it's just this, who wants to go for three days of let somebody, you know, let your spouse tell everything that bad that you've done to for people. That just sounds like torture. I'd rather be tortured than that. <laughs> but um, so, uh, yes, what what we do is we, we really focus on each individual. Because if you think about it, there's uh, the relation, a relationship is not really a thing. 
something between you and I. There's, there's, that's, that's an, uh, you know, that's an, a non-tangible thing. So what we, we can't really work on a relationship. We can work on the two people in the relationship, but we work, so we're working on individuals. So what we're having everybody do is just process what we're teaching to themselves. And there's some writing and some thinking that goes into that. And then when you're sharing with the other couples, you're sharing basically, um, what did I learn from this past chapter or segment that we just, um, how does that apply to me? And, and now what, what am I going to do with it? And so it's really the, the sharing is kind of processing what you're learning, letting it, it, it all of us know um, that are married. If, if you've been married more than a few minutes, you know things that you could be doing better in your marriage. But just knowing them doesn't make them happen. So what we're trying, what we're, well, what, not just trying, we, we're very effective at taking, um, not just providing knowledge, but taking that down into the heart and then putting it into action. Yeah, awesome. So give me, give me an example, if you can, off the top of your head of like something that, and, and also just tell me, typically, how many couples are we talking about that would be at a Love Reboot weekend? Oh, okay. Yeah, we try to keep it at uh, 12 couples or less, you know, so usually between 8 and 12 couples. The one we did last weekend was 9 couples. Okay. And so, um, so what might be one thing that as you're teaching, and are you teaching from your book, or you've got a couple of books here. We've got Growing Love, The Nine Essentials of Lifelong Love. We've got 365 Days of Growing Love, but you've got something else for Yes, Love we have a, a book called Love Reboot. I mean, it's it's a booklet, you know, it's, it's their workbook for the weekend. Um, that's not something that, that is available to the public because it's just for that, those purposes. And it's kind of a, you know, fill in the blank kind of thing and some questions and uh, some, oh, I, I guess kind of processing places on there that, where you do some writing. Um, but yeah, so, so well, one of the things we teach, for example, is um, you, you really can't fix your spouse, as hard as hard as you try, there's nothing you can do to fix them, and and, and in fact, that trying to fix them, and we all need fixing. You know, we're all broken people that have our issues, uh, but the more that you try to fix them, the more that you're just going to get the opposite of what you're trying to do because we also are defensive as human beings, and we say, hey. You're talking about the speck in my eye. I look at the log in yours, you know. So we, we tend to just, uh, when we try to fix our spouse, we're actually giving them the opposite of what they married us for in the first place, which is acceptance. So um, we, we, you know, right from the get-go, we help couples go, okay, the, if you are doing something different yourself that helps the relationship, that's, that's where you're going to see some difference. And even if your spouse doesn't grow, if you grow, because you're part of that relationship, then the relationship grows. Right. So the typical thing for a couple that's struggling or stagnant or, or whatever the case may be is that they want to fix the other spouse. If that spouse would just do this or that, mm -hmm. then everything would be fine. Mm -hmm. That's the typical thing. Yes. And so you're you're training them to really focus on themselves. So what, what might be something, you know, a couple that's listening and you're you're coaching them through this and then they're like, oh, this is what I need to work on. What might be something that they'll hear? Oh, you know, typically when somebody, especially if somebody is really thinking about getting out of the marriage, one of the things they'll tell themselves is, I've done everything. I've tried everything. Nobody's ever tried everything. So there's uh, one of the things we do is, is kind of inventory with them throughout the weekend. Um, as, as you're learning concepts or even if it's something that you've heard before, 
have you done it? Have you been doing it right the whole time? And so um, if not, and most of the, you know, when I say most, I'm not really talking about everybody. There's always yeah. something you can be doing better and, and focus on, on that instead of just um, uh, just trying to be an overall better spouse, f- focusing on a specific thing. So we're throughout the weekend, we're putting out just constantly different concepts, different tools. And when we're at towards the end of the weekend, we're saying, okay, just grab a, two or three of these right now and focus on those. We've given you all this information during the weekend, but what are the three that you can focus on most that would help your marriage the most, that your spouse would appreciate the most? And what can you do? So um, we're, we're really putting it back in their court. You know, everybody's different. What would work best for you in action? What would that look like? All right. So let me ask you, you've got these couples and they're trying to come up with, you know, these two or three things they're really going to focus on. Mm-hmm. Out of all the couples, do they do they share with you what those things are? Or is that just between one another? Well, they have the opportunity to share with the group. They can they can be ambiguous with the group and just say, you know, I'm I'm going to get better at communicating. Um, but what we push for is, well, even if you just tell the group in general terms what you're going to be working on, uh, for your own sake, be real specific. What is that going to look like? When are you going to do it? Where are you going to do it? What you know? If I was in the room with you, what would I be seeing you do differently? So um, uh, that's. That's really what we lead them to. Hopefully, if they're sharing with the group, they're sharing specifics. But even if they're not, um, uh, that's that's up to them how deep or shallow they want to go with the rest of the group. So give me an example of something that you see that's pretty tangible. Maybe for someone who's listening today who who may not get to Love Reboot until the end of August. I think it's August 26th through the 28th is the next Love Reboot is what I have. Yes, sir. Um, so something tangible, even just a little, it's almost like a, a hack, a little cheat code to keep them going for now. What's something that someone would say, this is what I'm going to do that's different, that's going to help? You know, uh, Joanne and I, people send us videos and articles and stuff all the time about marriage. Somebody just shared with one with us uh, this past week. We were uh, looking at it together, and um, it was it was really neat. It was just this uh, troubled marriage, and the guy just said um, every morning, he said, I'm, I just decided to start doing this every morning. I, I, first thing I tell my wife is, uh, what's something I could do to make your day better? And whatever she told him, he would do it. And he said it was, you know, just amazing how much transformation happened within just a few weeks. You know, that's phenomenal. Yeah, that's just so, something very. So that'd be an example, right? Okay, mm-hmm. can you think of another example that some of your couples are coming away and doing something very tangible? And and I'm going to ask you that, and then we'll come back after the break. I want to hear that answer. Okay. And then we're also going to be talking to Jared and Tony Stevens, who've been through this, and uh, it's really been fun to watch uh, Tony uh, respond and Jared respond to what John Anderson is talking about, because clearly. Uh, They've been impacted by this, and so we're excited to hear their story, too. So this is Beacon Radio. We've got John Anderson with the Growing Love Network. You can go to their website, growinglovenetwork.org. Lots of great resources there. We'll be right back. Is your marriage getting worse instead of better? Has there been talk of separation, or is either spouse considering divorce? If any of these apply, then Love Reboot is your answer. Come join the hundreds of couples who were once in despair and headed for divorce 
but are now experiencing a thriving, growing relationship after attending a Love Reboot weekend. Visit us at growinglovenetwork.org for more information on an upcoming Love Reboot workshop. This is Gilbert Hernandez, CEO of Youth for Christ San Antonio, and you're listening to Beacon Radio. We are talking to John Anderson of the Growing Love Network. We're hearing about Love Reboot, and the next one is August 26th through 28th. I want somebody, I want somebody at that because this is going to help your marriage. If it's stagnant, it's going to become thriving. If it's a failing, bleeding marriage, this is an opportunity for God to save it. Now, I was just talking to John and asking him if there's any other little concrete or specific things that people might do before we talk to Jared and Tony Stevens, who've been through Love Reboot, just kind of catch us up and then introduce us to Jared and Tony for us. Oh, sure. So, you know, uh, one of the things we hear a lot is, oh, I need to uh, communicate more with my spouse. I think what they're saying is my spouse would like for me to talk with them more. But a lot of us just like, yeah, it's easier to do other stuff and then, you know, wade into a conversation where I might, you know, get hurt. So um, uh, if you just tell yourself I want to try, then it's probably not going to happen. You know, you with all your best intentions, trying is really just a lie you're telling yourself. So. Um, what we say, okay, if you were to communicate more with your spouse, what would that look like? So we need to see a time and a place. If you can't discover when, where, and what, I mean, if you can't describe when, where, and what, then it's probably not just going to happen. So um, you would say something like, okay, every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday this week, when I get home from work, I am going to sit down on the couch and invite my spouse to come sit beside me and ask him or her what it was like to be you today. I'm not going to try to solve any problems. I'm not going to uh, try to correct them. I'm just going to let them tell me what it's like to be them today. Awesome. That is great. I love it. All right. Um, I want you to introduce us to Jared and Tony, and I uh, want to hear their story during this segment of how Love Reboot helped and where you guys were. So would you just introduce us? Yes. Uh, Jared and Tony came to a Love Reboot, what, about three years ago? I think it was a couple of years ago. Yeah, about two. Okay. Yes. You were pregnant with Alex. I had just had Alexander. Oh, you mm-hmm. just had. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's right. Yeah. Um, and uh, um, they're a wonderful couple. In fact, uh, Tony has been doing um, some work. Just She just said, uh, what can I do for, for Growing Love Network? So she's been helping us with some website things. And, uh, but they're, they're a wonderful couple. They love the Lord and they love each other. And... Um, I'll let, I'll let yeah, you take well, welcome there. to the show, Tony and thank Jared. You, We're so glad you guys are here. Yeah, and thank you for sharing us, sharing with us some of what you probably went through and how Love Reboot helped. So mm-hmm. tell us some of the story of where you were and maybe some of the struggles and what got you to Love Reboot. All right, well, thank you for having us. So um, we'd been married about five years uh, before we had our first child. Um, we had a great marriage. We were happy. We were best friends. Um and then something just seemed to to change when we had our first child. Um, I think I personally wasn't prepared um, for a lot of the changes. Um, and um, just kind of piece by piece, every part of our relationship started to change. There were more financial concerns with, with the new child. I had had several job changes in the course of a year. Um, and we 
didn't handle any of those transitions well. We, we didn't make any purposeful changes in the way that we communicated. We didn't even talk through a lot of them because we were going through this other gigantic change of having, of having a child. Um, and so we grew apart and it's almost scary how, how quickly that happened um, compared to what a good relationship we had beforehand. Um, so I found myself trying purposefully trying to do more and more things outside of the home because home became this source of stress that it wasn't beforehand. Um, and we really got to the point where we just, we couldn't decide if we were wanted to stay together any longer. Right. I got gotcha. you. Um, and I think that's where we, we were like, okay, we need, we need some serious help here. And Tony, is that kind of, what was your, what were you going through at that time? Oh, uh, I had no clue that this was happening. It was just, something was not right. And when he suggested to go uh, to Love Reboot, I was like, I'm just going to do this because I've tried everything else. And I just don't want to tell myself that I didn't try one more thing. And we get there, and we were talking about it last night. The first break, I was like, I'm out of here. I don't like this. This is just worse. I just don't like this. And uh, I, I was crying. I called a friend, come pick me up. This is just horrible. At the end of the weekend, I can tell you, we not only got to where we started, um, it has been an amazing thing. We, we've got to know each other better. We are stronger than ever. And, but it started with seeing where we were personally needing to grow. So where were some areas? So you stuck around. Your friend said, no, I'm not coming to get you or something. I don't know. <laughs> she told me, okay, so give it one more hour. And uh, I said, okay, I, I'll give it one more hour. I'll call you if I need you to come pick me up. And after that, I just stayed, and it made a huge difference. I mean, day one, we came back, and we're like, okay, this might work. We'll go try day two. And, yes, we, we, we loved it. it. It was the complete difference. Tony, why, why was that first hour so rough for you? <laughs> So you uh, gave us, um, oh, um, I th there was a sheet where we needed to evaluate, give a number to um, different aspects of our marriage. And um, I looked at his page, which we were instructed not to. So I didn't follow the instructions. I looked at his answers and I was like, and I remember I talked to you about this. I was like, oh, my gosh, I had no idea. It was so bad. I, and I thought I was really almost like the perfect wife. So how can he be evaluating our marriage this way? And that just gives you an idea of we were not communicating in this season of our life. So, um, yes. Does that answer your question, Steve? <laughs> it does. That, that was a great question by John, too. Uh -huh. So so you settled in. Uh -huh. And um, so Love Reboot, it's not like at a retreat center or anything. Where, where's Love Reboot usually? Or? We usually conduct them at, at churches. Churches okay. uh, uh, offer to sponsor us. And uh -huh. um, so uh, I think the one they went to was at Oak Hills. The okay. next one is at Concordia Lutheran. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. So you go home at night and you're feeling a little bit, you're seeing some hope or feeling a little bit better. What were you feeling, Jared, that first night? Well, the whole, the whole process, yeah. I mean, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot to go through. And we had homework every night to kind of, you know, I think the first night we were supposed to have a, a date where we, where we talked through a lot of things. And it was kind of a little bit like, I'm talking to her on a first date again because so much had changed in our life in the last, you know, six months that we hadn't processed. Um, so it, it was almost starting from ground zero, but that's exactly what we needed. 
um, we needed to rebuild this foundation of, of trust that just vanished. Um, so it was a lot, but we started to feel some hope. I, I think we we started laughing uh, a little bit again, and that was that was an amazing feeling. So you you just feel like some of the joy had just been drained over those years. Yes. <laughs> Completely. Yes. And so it started to come back as you were talking through these things, or. Mm-hmm. And it was something simple like I think the questions like what what's your favorite ice cream or I mean very very simple questions, but there was it was only the two of us having fun again. There was no. Um, I need you to do this or judgment. I mean, it was just us being friends again. Right, mm-hmm. right. Okay, so that's pretty simple things yes. to do. I mean, that's mm-hmm. pretty simple homework. Yep. So then uh, tell us, advance us a little bit towards the end of the weekend, and even you're going to have to tell us how it's been going since, but how did you guys finish that that weekend of Love Reboot? Well, I think it all kind of culminated for me in just a, a decision of I'm not – through with this. I love this woman. She's amazing. And I see all of the reasons why I was attracted to her in the first place. But life has gotten in the way. But I want to put her first um, ahead of all the other things in life and put my family first. And let's let's get back on track. Um, And so making that commitment that we can obviously didn't fix everything right that minute. But it led me to make that commitment and I think led Tony as well to, to kind of recommit to that. And that allowed us to write the ship. All right. I want to ask Tony about that too. And then Jared, maybe tell us some of the simple steps that you began, like something simple that helped Tony to know that she was number one, but Tony, so what were you thinking coming out of that weekend? Was it a similar? Well, I realized I was not the perfect wife. I thought I was and um, things I needed to do. I had put up walls that were keeping him out of my heart. So things like not telling him what I needed and just trying to take everything on uh, with I I was just telling myself I was helping him and giving him an easier life if I didn't ask him for help. So um, being able to say, hey, I need this from you actually made him feel needed and and just helped our relationship a lot. So that was one concrete thing that I got out of um, Love Reboot. Awesome. All right, Jared. So, and we're running out of time. I'm telling you, it goes by so fast and there's so much more we want to hear, but we've got another guest after the segment. So, um, so was there anything you can tell us concrete or that you, you put in action to show Tony that she was number one? I think for me, one of the big things was just physically being there. And even, you know, if she's doing something else, my presence in the room just giving us the opportunity to have that chit chat when she's taking care of the baby or doing something like that and, and purposely being being there with her. Awesome. Okay. Well, I want to talk just for another minute after the break with Jared and Tony just to hear how they're doing now. Um, just looking at them, you can just tell the love is very genuine and real. And uh, Love Reboot helped them. And we'll be right back after the break to talk more about growinglovenetwork.org and Love Reboot. Is your church or organization looking for a course that doesn't just provide information, but actually transforms marriages and relationships? Then visit us at growinglovenetwork.org to see how our Growing Love course can work for you. Growing Love has been chosen by the state of Texas as a Together in Texas course, and it's also recommended for engaged couples.
This is Beacon Radio. I'm your host, Steve Teal. You can always reach me, Steve, at sabeacon.com. Man, I'm having a blast because I know growinglovenetwork.org and John Anderson Love Reboot are helping marriages, and they can help yours. They can help yours. So we're, we're talking with Jared and Tony, and that's exactly what Love Reboot did for them. And I just want to wrap up before we get to talk to uh, caller Jan Landrum, who's also been through Love Reboot. And just Jared and Tony, maybe just catch us up on anything else. You, you, you might give advice to someone listening or how you guys are doing now. Well, I would just say for anybody who's considering it or if your marriage is hurting or you just want to see more love in your marriage, um, give Love Reboot a chance. Um, it can be a little intimidating at first, I know, especially, but um, the support and the environment there is amazing. Um, and so, you know, get, give it a shot. Um, it, it can it can work for you. Good. And you guys, uh, you seem like you're doing great. You're doing good these days, Tony. We definitely are. Obviously, our marriage is not perfect, but we have the tools to get through, you know, issues that come up. So, yes, we, God has been good. So have you had the opportunity to recommend Love Reboot to anybody? Or Yes, I, had a, I have a friend whose sister just went through a really difficult time, something similar to ours, and I, recommend, I don't know if she actually went, but I know I told her this will save your marriage, so yeah, you we, have we, to go. We don't tell people who, who comes. So yes, no. Just, right, 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 right. right. <laughs> what happens at Love Reboot stays at Love Reboot. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, uh, John Anderson with Growing Love Network, um, man, we, he wants to help your marriage, and uh, – so we want to talk also to Jan Landrum, um, who has been through Love Reboot. But Jan, I also understand. Well, first of all, welcome to the show. Thank you. It's good to have you on the show. Thank you for making time. And Jan, one thing that John was telling me was that before Love Reboot, you went through, uh, you and your husband, a lot of counseling. And uh, can you tell us just why Love Reboot was different than the counseling? The counseling was not as effective with you guys, it sounds like. Uh, no, it wasn't. My uh, husband had had counseling before. He had been married twice before, and he'd been very burned on what he got out of counseling, so he was very negative. I had had counseling personally that helped me, um, but we both got to the point we were desperate, so we went to the church counseling uh, there at the church where we go, and um, that didn't help much either because my husband wasn't very open to what she had to say, and I had heard a lot of it before and already tried it. But one thing she said to us was to try Love Reboot. And at that point, after being married 20 years and both being miserable, we decided we would give it a try. And it was the most awesome thing I have ever been through in my life. Uh, it has turned our lives around 180 degrees. Like I said, we had been married 20 years, and we dated for two and a half years before then, so we didn't jump into anything. But... Um, we're different communicators. He's um, a person who tells and expects people to do it. That's the way his job has been, and I'm a very logical person, uh, very analytical. I was in IT for years, and the two of those things, plus our backgrounds, which were very different, were just causing a lot of problems, and we were just desperate. So we went through a lot of reboots. And I have to say, you know, I'm 71, and I've taken a ton of classes, and that thing was the most awesome thing that either of us have been to. Uh, it has enabled us to be able to communicate with each other, which was our biggest problem because of our styles of communication and our backgrounds. 
it's helped us. One of the biggest things was to hear, actually hear, what the other person was saying instead of sitting there getting our defenses up on how we were going to present our side of the argument because we knew the other person was wrong. It also helped us to see uh, the other person's side of it that we might disagree with them entirely, but they still had the right to their opinion, and you don't have to agree with them, but there's ways to kind of sidestep it without confronting them, which for us was a huge issue, you know, confrontation. Uh, since we took the class, life has been like it should have been all the rest of our married life. Mm. I mean, I won't say it was wasted because we had some very good times, but the conflicts and clashes got to be more and more until uh, we were both just miserable all of the time. And um, I was actually at the point of a, a mental or emotional breakdown, one of the two, which is not like me at all. Mm-hmm. And after Love Reboot, our life is so different. I mean, I just can't recommend it highly enough to people right. whose marriages are in trouble. So you guys were that desperate, you'd pretty much tried everything, and then that was kind of maybe your final thing to try, Love Reboot. And uh, yes. Go ahead. Yes, I, I had tried everything, absolutely everything. I'm an analyst an analyst and a logical one at this and the that. And I had tried everything, and David had pretty much refused to try anything because he'd be bu- been burned before. So he made up his mind nothing was going to do any good. Right. But we were desperate enough that when his counselor recommended reboot, we figured, well, that's the last chance. And my heavens. And, and tell me again, Jen, how long ago was this? Uh, I don't remember exactly, but it was... Several months ago, John might remember the date. I'm not good with dates. This is pretty. This my is recollection, pretty it was somewhere sometime fall of 2015, wasn't it? So this is really fresh, and you yes. you've seen the changes in your marriage. I mean, it is it is different night and day to me, Jan. You're exactly right. Night and day is the perfect description. <laughs> and although you know there have been one or two very very minor bumps along the road, we immediately remember and back up and keep going. So it's not something that's going to go by the wayside. Well, that's fantastic. Jan, thank you so much for taking the time to share with us about Love Reboot and uh, growinglovenetwork.org. Listeners, I want you to go to the website. The next Love Reboot, John, is August 26th through the 28th. Yes. And that's going to be at Concordia Lutheran, you said, Mm -hmm. on 1604. Listeners, if it's not you, maybe somebody else needs to get there. Um, Man, can you tell the, the hope? and the change that has happened in these marriages because of Love Reboot. And don't forget, John Anderson has a couple of books, 365 Days of Growing Love. Man, I might steal this one from him. And growing love. I can have that. Oh, man, I love it. I love it. Perk of being a radio host. I'd asked him to bring those, and then I just kind of hoped. So uh, growinglovenetwork.org. John Anderson, thank you so much for being our guest today. This has been a great time. And Jared and Tony, thank you guys for sharing as well. We really appreciate it. What a blessing for people to hear. Thank you for having us. Thank you. And Jan, thanks again. This is Beacon Radio. I'm your host, Steve Teal. I've got a few more things I want to preview the SA Beacon newspaper for next month coming back with Melody McRae. So stick around. 
Friends, Beacon Radio is a part of the Beacon newspaper, which is available for you right now at sabeacon.com. Our free monthly newspaper for the San Antonio area is celebrating 15 years of hope, inspiration, and change. Read stories like The Sister Project and the impact these great women are making around the world. Also, there's practical wisdom on marriage, parenting, finances, and stories about students and by students and much more. Go to sabeacon.com to read the current issue. Steve Teal, Beacon Radio, delivering hope, inspiration, and change. Man, I am encouraged talking to John Anderson. I am thinking about couples that need to get to Love Reboot. I really am. Uh, if that's you, go online, growinglovenetwork.org, and get signed up for Love Reboot. Relationship Rewire is produced by Growing Love Network. Growing Love Network exists to revolutionize our culture for lifelong love. You can find us on the web at growinglovenetwork.org. We welcome your feedback on this and any of our podcasts. Drop us an email at relationshiprewire at gmail.com. That's relationshiprewire at gmail.com.